Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. 
Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. So here are the top seven mistakes that investors make. This is regardless of what's happening in the geopolitical climate, right? So you can't control who's in office unless you're a lobbyist or part of a super PAC, but you can control how you invest, what you invest in, what you intake and how you execute. So number one, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but not buying quality companies is the biggest mistake that people make. Number two, the thing that I'm seeing the most that is the most disturbing, you're going to look back in six years or five years and be like, damn, I should have listened to you, Troy, Rashad and Q. I had a good play and I held it for six months instead of five years. Not holding is one of the biggest mistakes that you'll make, especially coming out of this era and riding it into 2025 or 2030. Number three, this is not 1950. We keep having these conversations. Is it fundamentals or technicals? It's both. It's both. According to where the economy is, the Dow should be at 10,000. The Dow, ES, are still doing relatively well. Uh, tech is overinflated, of course, but they shot up like crazy. And I'm going to show you a chart that later that is a prime example of how overinflated we are. And at the same time, you have to take advantage of what's in front of you. Because if you just try to time the market solely off of fundamentals, we saw this with earnings with Apple. Apple beat earnings and fell four minutes later mm -hmm. to the downside. So it's not if you have great, uh, <clears throat> if, you, if your earnings are great, that you're always going to go up. And you guys have seen the opposite. Like companies have missed earnings and then shot up because the earnings miss wasn't as bad as the projection. Number four, please stop buying at a high. I don't care how hot it is. I don't care how many people are talking about it in Discord and Instagram. And I'll give you the exact calculation. I'm going to tap into my Bonowin vibes later and give you the exact calculation to stay away from. But stop buying at a high. Number five, falling for the hype of a non-revenue generating company. Rest in peace, Nicola and Hertz. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how many times we have to tell you, it's no good. P.O.S. Hall of Fame, right? Dead. dead. It is dead. I'm going to use the is this time. Number six, trading too much instead of actually investing. Um, I used to have a conversation with a guy that I, I knew in the past, and he was like, well, if you do well enough in trading, you shouldn't even need to long-term invest. And my thing was, okay, but if something happens to you, if you die, you get sick, you then won't be able to produce returns. You want the business to make money regardless if you're, if you're in it or not. And also, you can't teach your kids how to trade at the same proficiency if you're a great trader because the hunger that you have to escape poverty is not there if they have already been living and life is going well for them. You have to do both. And number seven, it's one of the biggest mistakes, not researching what the outcome of your asset allocation is going to be. You guys need to go online and pull up an asset allocation calculator and look back on the past five or 10 years and with your portfolio that you're picking, you should have an average expectation to know what it's going to be. I know this all. This is feeling that the market is 
mystical and no one knows what it's going to do. That's a lie. They told you at 630 this morning, the Dow was going to go up 400 points. And guess what it did? Went up 400 points. All this technology, they know where the market is going to go. So please know before you invest in Tesla, and if you pair that with XLK and VTI, and if you also pair that with G, just because you don't want to listen to Ford, what the outcome is going to be. For my traders, the biggest mistakes that you make, and I'll keep this simple because I'll talk about this every day in the trading room, but not knowing what target you're going to use every single day. Type in chat what your percentage-based outcome is going to be for every trade that you take. Two, trading at the wrong times. Three, having to search for what to trade. I'm going to give you a quick secret. You should trade the same few things every single day. So if you're a commodities trader, trade commodities. If you're index trader, index trader, trade that. If you trade natural grass or crude, trade that. But you should not be scanning and looking for new things to trade all the time. And then number four, the one thing that no one wants to hear is most traders take too many trades per year. So I got this out the amazing EYL group and I took your name out because I don't want the whole world blowing you up, right? But look at this. When you actually checked your fees, this queen was paying 4% in fees added and it's unnecessary. Now, 4% to some does not seem like a lot, but if you look over 15 years, that's 60% in additional fees that are not necessary. So please type in yes if you have done a check on your 401k or any of your retirement. And if you had a consult with Rashad, he's already walked you through this process. <laughs> um, Eric, kudos to you. The VIX is important because Ooh. the VIX has hit 47, 12 key times since 1987. Your homework for tonight is I want you to tell me next week, and if you find it tonight, great. What is the average return on investment in the indexes after VIX goes to 46? So here's a little lesson for you. You can take the average of each time, divide it by 12, bond and win vibes, and then <laughs> it'll be able to tell you how far the market is going to go up from the time that it hits 47. You have to plan for disaster before it reaches your doorstep. So when VIX hit 41 the other day, everyone panicked. Like, what are we going to do? I'm like, you should already know how far it's going to retrace based off of those levels. For my commodities bugs that tell me that we don't cover commodities enough. Look at this right here. Commodities are at a opportune time because of COVID. So when I tell you guys, go look at every asset class, even international. So you, if you look at the Nikkei. But Vespa, there, there are opportunities there that you could potentially take advantage of, but you need to look at the commodities across the board to see which ones that are lows and that can go up as a result. They, those opportunities are there and most people are not talking about them or thinking about it. And things are going to get better in 2021 for a couple of reasons, but this is one of the main ones. Azim, thank you for this heads up. Private equity has $2.7 trillion waiting to be deployed. Now, housing inventory is only about two and a half months. So we may have a little bit of a slight dip there, not a full crash and then commercial. But when they start deploying capital, as a result, it's going to push the market up as well. But I want to remind you, I want you to long-term invest first, then trade. I know trading is sexier, 
but some of you are going to look up in three years. And, and even like, let's be honest, type yes in chat if you lost trades this year in, tra- uh, in trading, that if you would have just bought the actual asset, you would have been better off. Please put yes in chat. And this is the main reason why I'm going to tell you not to worry about what happens tomorrow. I want you to look at this graph. Azim, I appreciate you. Look what happens even if we have a split government, what the average return is. Everybody type in chat 13.11%. And Zoom and YouTube. Look at these numbers here. And with Republican president, 9.53%. Democrat, we can see what the numbers are. So historically, Democrats have pushed the market up a little bit more and GDP has been better, but taxes have been higher. They kind of wash each other out. Regardless of who, who is president, the market is still going to go up the same 8 to 12%. There isn't that much to worry about. These next couple of days will be crazy, but when January comes, you guys, you guys don't care. But going back to fundamentals, some of you have asked, what do I look for? I appreciate this, uh, this lobby through me earlier, but I'm looking at revenue. And if you can guess in, in chat what company this is, and it's obvious, I'll be happy to cash up you $100 tonight. I'm looking at revenue, net income, cost of goods sold, and gross profit. This lets me know how well a company is doing. This lets me know. Now you can dig deep and go 20 columns deep, but these are the main four. I want to see a company with good revenue, good net income. It doesn't cost that much to move those goods and they have good gross profit as a result. And I know you guys are probably going to break Zoom in a second, but I'll be sure to cash up you. Um, because <laughs> you know they're gonna be emailing Troy at 12 30. Ian said he was going. Oh, I got you guys. Leave Janet alone. <laughs> how okay? many times, right, Ian? <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on. Um, how to avoid a bull trap. So when a market runs up, and then all of a sudden you see people that are better that are worse investors than you, they caught a great move, and we all get FOMO. <clears throat> how can you avoid getting caught in this trap? I want you to stay away from one to nine percent from the high. Mark off 10% and 20% down from wherever that high is. And even if you're not using technicals, that will give you an idea of where to get in. Sometimes the stock could be at 50 bucks and you guys are buying it at 48 and you're like, hey, what do you think? I'm like, it's going to slide down. We have to give it room to breathe. No matter, even Tesla, Tesla had a great run up and then you can see it pulled back. Apple, same thing. We were debating about that earlier. Yep. The price always comes down if you wait for it. And check this out. This is the great example of like why indexing works and also shows why the market is being artificially inflated. This is the Zimbabwe Industrial Index. This looks like Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) I will give you $500 in cash app without Googling if you can name me two companies in the Zimbabwe Industrial Index. You can't, but they also benefited from all the quantitative easing. The market is not fair. The market is rigged to stay up. Quantitative easing, like we talked about in episode 70, is that lever that pushes it up. It's straight up. This is like a tech company. There are some tech companies that have more value in them alone than the GDP of like, but this goes to show you, you cannot fight what happens on the chart. You have to follow direction at all times. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop, 
Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.